Welcome back to Be Right. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Stephen Hennessy, Christopher Powers. Chris will be coming to us live from Las Vegas at the Summit Club, which is hosting the CJ Cup this week for the first time. Uh, it's hosting a PGA Tour event for the first time. It's a new course. We'll get into that little of that later with our special guest, Tommy Armour III, two-time PGA Tour winner, who also happens to be an ambassador for the Summit Club. He was kind enough to join us um, and his dog right before he headed over to the course uh, to fulfill some of his duties for this week. And uh, But yeah, but first, let's talk about the first event of the Vegas Swing, which... Um, one of our favorite guys that we usually bet on, or you guys do at least, Sung JM, uh, really cooked on Sunday and uh, came away with the four-shot win, his second career tour win. I- I'm assuming neither of you guys hit on him this week, though, unfortunately. Did not, no. Um, was not part of the, the Sung J birdie party on Sunday. Great for him. Yeah, it's 62 on Sunday. Insane. I, I think we should have looked at him. Um, I think he was about five to one or so Saturday night. So not a ton of value. Um, but yeah, things to miss out on a Sungjae win being that CP and I always bet him. I think he was like 33 to one before yeah. the tournament too. So would have been pretty nice. Would have been very nice. I actually, I'm surprised no one came at me for um, my, what turned out to be terrible Sam Burns fade mm. uh, oh, wow. to miss the cut. Yeah. But I, I was armed and ready. I was hoping someone would come at me because I ended up after Rick pretty much called me an idiot yeah. um, in, a, in the nicest Rick Gaiman way possible. I cashed out of it immediately and put the cash out money on Matthew Wolf at 40 to one, who obviously uh, finished second, went on to lose by four and got blitzed by Sungjae on Sunday. But um, ended up reinvesting it pretty wisely, although I still made yeah. $0 out of it. It looked pretty good. Yeah, you had a great chance coming in. I couldn't believe on Friday. I think it was Friday. He made a triple bogey Mm -hmm. and was two off the lead still. So that was a a true gut punch uh, for sure. But nice to see him playing well again. Uh, I think he's an alternate this week. I looked at the field list before, and he's an alternate. Matt Fitzpatrick's an alternate. So there's some big hitters that are um, kind of um, on the first alternate list this week because this is a pretty big field event. But, yeah, nice to see Wolf playing well again and – I don't know if we'll get him 40 to one, like I got him uh, again anytime soon. Yeah. Very nice to see Wolf playing again. <clears throat> it's funny. Cause on Friday I was doing the takeaways of CP and these other guys and Steve know, and um, I locked in on him early as being the main guy. I was like, Oh, he's, he had the lead. I was like, Oh, this is the redemption story. And then he makes the trip. I look at the leaderboard. I'm like, wait, where the heck is he? And I'm scrolling down. He made a triple bogey. I wish I didn't look at the scorecard. I wish I was just like, yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, he's two back. This is great. And then I looked at the scorecard. I was oh, like, are you yeah. effing kidding me? He had been leading 10 minutes before and he had missed one green out of his first 30 holes. And then not only has he missed the green, he makes a triple bogey, but you're right. He bounced back and, and he, he hung in there and he did really well. And then Sunday, Sungjae uh, just, just rolled on, on Sunday, but pretty funny. Sungjae wins his 50th uh, tour event for his first win. And then his hundredth, tour event uh or start to, for his second win so get remember that 150, so makes, on 150. Number calendar. which will be in like two months because he plays every week so right. uh we we love the guy um any any other g- stories i know uh, first of all 
we'll get into football later. I do have to mention our survivor pool, which I'm sure every survivor pool was absolutely nuts this week. You guys were on the Pats. They were getting killed the entire killed. game. Of course, they come back. I'm on the Vikings. They're winning easily. They, they, they had to be 99.9%. I'm, I'm not kidding. Mathematically speaking, up 10 with the ball, three minutes left at the opponent's 30. They need a miracle field goal to win. And then last night, Joel Beal, I go to bed thinking he's bumped with the Ravens. They come back. I mean, just crazy shenanigans going on. And and what about even uh, Saturday night with uh, Bama losing to, to A&M? I mean, Great just weekend. wild stuff going on. Yeah. That was an all-time sports weekend with the, uh, the the boxing match, too. I don't know if you guys purchased it like my brother and I did. But talk about a heavyweight bout like of the highest degree it was and it was in vegas left and right you should have flew out early i know i know come check it out but yeah and kepka come on great game after great football game and then um texas oklahoma one of the greatest switching hours ever obviously oh my goodness about it that i mean every sunday witching hours is no but this was this was insane i mean the, the packers Steelers game, Bengals, Packers, Bengals, Packers, Bengals. I mean, just back and forth missed five missed bugles in eight minutes. Of course, of course, Steve and I were on the the over on that one. Yeah, when all the missed field goals happened. Yeah, (laughs) wild wild times. Um, All right, well, let's get into the CJ Cup in just a second. But first, uh, speaking of wild times, we got a, a legendary Las Vegas figure joining us today. Tommy Armour, the third, again, he's a two-time PGA Tour winner. And, and again, he's going to be involved in the tournament a lot this week. He, we asked him, he doesn't have the course record, but uh, he gave us a little bit of some inside info on that as well. So please have a listen to our chat with Tommy Armour, the third. We are now thrilled to welcome Tommy Armour, the third, to the Be Right podcast. TA is out uh, at Summit Club. He's an ambassador out there, so he's kind enough uh, to join us, kind of give us some insights into the course and uh, what we can expect to see this week. So, T.A., first of all, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, my pleasure, guys. T.A., obviously, you know, you grew up in Vegas, you're Vegas guy. Mm-hmm. And now we got this is the second of a little Vegas swing we have um, right. on the PGA Tour. So, I mean, first, what do you think of this new Vegas swing? It's the second year of it obviously the cj cup used to be in asia but now it's here in vegas you know how cool is it to have two events back to back in your uh in your neck of the woods well you know i mean it's great because las vegas you know the hospitality capital of the world and uh, cj cup or cj company is a huge uh hospitality company in asia so you know it's a good fit it's a good mix it's a good blend um their philosophies are similar to ours and so uh, it's been a nice, uh, you know, we've only been working on this seven weeks. They came to us seven weeks ago and wow. put the idea. And we, so wow. it's been, uh, it's been a slam bam here and uh, it's been great. Yeah. Tell us a little about the, the course. Um, Cause few people obviously have seen it. It just opened, I think the end of 2017. Um, I actually yeah. got to play it in 2018, but not many people have, have, you know, seen pictures or heard about it. So um, you know, what are you most looking forward to, I guess, seeing the tour guys take on Summit Club here? Well, I mean, you know, I, it, it's, it's not an overly difficult golf course, mm-hmm. but it's, but it is, a, but it's challenging. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, they're going to shoot under par, obviously they're going to shoot well under par because, you know, their weather is going to be pretty good and the course is in great shape and, uh, you know, it'll, 
it will show you, um, uh, you know, exactly uh, what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a fun, you know, friendly golf course with great vistas of uh, Las Vegas and, uh, you know, and Tom Fazio, I mean, he's a master at creeks and building creeks and lakes and stuff that, you know, they look like they've been there for a long time, which, and, you know, in the truth, it's only a couple of years. So, I mean, and, uh, and Discovery Land Company, we're great at making a golf course quickly look like it's been established for a long time. And uh, that's one of the uh, the qualities of Discovery Land Company is, uh, you know, we, we don't, you don't get the real new feeling on a golf course. You get the feeling like, oh, this is a nice, mature, really mm-hmm. great, fun golf course. Right. And, you know, in our, in our philosophy is to make golf fun. Yep. And, you know, you can wear T-shirts, board shorts, you know, playing your bare feet. And, uh, you know, we're trying to grow the game. And um, and that's what we're trying to do with the summit this week is show off our brand a little bit, which we've never done. We don't do advertising. We've never right. any of that. And it's all been word of mouth. And, uh, you know, it's been very successful. And I've been with Mike Melman for 20 years. And uh, so it's uh, he's an incredible uh, innovator of thoughts and ideas and vision and uh and uh i've been lucky enough to be along with them and help them with all that well you got a you got a huge uh great field obviously i mean this is one of the best uh, events of the entire fall are, are there any you know is there year a, year year of yeah. the year i'm sure <laughs> sure is there any uh particular type of player that you think uh the course will suit more than any other i mean usually we look you know, <coughs> the top guys but since there are so many top guys <coughs> Any, anybody jump out to you? You know, any golf course always suits long. Sure. You know, I mean, um, a great thing. I, uh, in 1986, I was eating, uh, lunch with Ben Hogan and I asked him, I go, Mr. Hogan, what, uh, what golf courses suited your game? He goes, I fit my game to the golf course. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so it's, and then the, that's what these guys do now. I mean, they pick their lines and pick their angles and, uh, you know, and they launch it and, um, and they hit it really far and they're really good. And, uh, you know, they're fun to watch. Obviously, but, but a particular player, I yeah. mean, obviously you start with the number one player in the world and just yeah. work down. And, you know, those are the guys that, uh, you know, are favored, just they're number one for a reason. Right. Right. And I would say, T.A., the greens on a Fazio design usually get a lot of the attention, but you brought up the point, you know, it's a discovery property. So, you know, he kind of built the greens for the members and their guests to enjoy themselves. How do you think the greens will kind of challenge, you know, the world's best? Because, you know, that's obviously the balance of, of what Tom always likes to do with his designs. Yeah, well, these greens have some good slope to them. It's I, The greens are what's going to, <clears throat> protect the uh, score, I think, a little bit because, uh, you know, I'm looking outside right now <clears throat> and it's blowing pretty good today and it's a little, you know, it's about 50 degrees outside, which is mm-hmm. unusual for October in Las Vegas. But, um, you know, it's going to dry the greens out a little bit for the week and, uh, you know, we're going to get them a little firmer than they normally are for day-to-day play by the members. But uh, it's, uh, I think it's, you know, it's going to be a 20 under week. I mean, that's the reality of it. That's how good these guys are. And you, you know, you put them on anything, um, cons- you know, the, uh, the course a few weeks ago in Baltimore, I mean, what, 25, 24 yeah. under, I mean, right. that, that golf course is, by the way, is a nice, long, tough golf course. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
anytime, anytime the ball doesn't roll far from where it lands, these guys are going to cut it right. up. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder I mean, it's what's just a fact. Yeah. Right. I wonder what, uh, what's your low score at the summit club. Do you, do you hold the course record or is there any, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> 65 is my low score out there, okay. which is, uh, you know, pretty go- good golf for a 62 year old, yeah. but, um, <clears throat> I shot that one at 60, but, um, uh, I'm not sure who has a few guys. I think Marikawa has. I think he's shot like 61 or something out there. Oh, wow. 62. Okay. And he, he's he's a he's a member out there uh, with us. And uh, Marco Mero is a member as well. And mm. uh, and uh, Alex Cheka is a member. So right. you know we got a good crew of guys out there and a great membership. And it's just it's really a nice place to be. And the staff there is incredible. The food's incredible. I mean it's it's hard to say. Uh, you know, it's hard to not say you're not enough. Yeah. And I know, like you said, Colin's a member. How often is he there when he's home? I, you know, I would say he's there every day when he's home. He's, he's wow. in the gym. We got the gym there. And he's uh-huh. in there. The gym is actually one of the, we just got new tour vans uh, a couple of years ago for the tour. Uh, they have four of them and there are a pair yeah. two that overlap and go to different courses uh, tournaments and stuff and we bought one of those and we're using the old ones and we're using that for a temporary for about another year or so till the clubhouse is done and everything so he so he feels kind of at home in that uh you know working out of that gym it's uh and we got a great staff there in the gym and uh, it's uh it's a good thing yeah and how many other uh of these tour guys have been through you know guys who are in the event this week you know have you seen dj there jt i know plays a lot of the discovery properties yeah i mean all those guys have been i mean dj out here last year during the thing right before he got covid before the cj cup last year Mm -hmm. we played a few rounds out there so uh, a lot of these guys i mean kuchir comes out a little bit Mm -hmm. uh ricky ricky has a place there Mm -hmm. and uh you know all all those guys kind of come through and uh you know if they come to vegas it's mr melman's very gracious about um access for them right we you know we talked about this vegas swing and harry higgs made you know a little news the other day he posted he was going to go out and get properly drunk on the strip i you know it seems like a a little bit of a dangerous two-week swing here for guys coming through uh what advice do you have for guys coming coming to vegas to kind of manage themselves well you know what happens in vegas stays in vegas (laughs) (laughs) but my advice is you know you can take you can you can take vegas as far and as deep and as wide as you'd like or you can just have a nice dinner and go home so i mean (laughs) vegas it's uh proprietary to the individual and and how they want to uh enhance their their uh journey Right, right. Sure, sure. Build your own journey, so to speak. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. What What's the week going to be like for you? I'm I'm sure entertaining. Uh, you know, some clients and, and members and stuff like that. Yes, Mr. Melm gets in today, and I've we've got a lot of people coming in, and uh, we kind of show them the uh, show them the discovery life and uh, show them around, and we've got the pro am tomorrow, and then um, hey. And then, um, you know, and so that's, uh, that's going to be my week and uh, just kind of ambassadoring, you know, through the whole week. And, uh, you know, that's what I do. Uh, just, just one more thing. JT came up before, and I know you had the low uh, 72 hole score at a PJ tour event for, for many years, 14 years, I believe it held up from the, the 2003 Valero when you won your second event. Have you ever talked to JT about he, he he broke that record of? Oh, I text him Monday. 
and I can't tell you what I text him, but uh, <laughs> I said, you mother. <laughs> I'm sure you I expected text him, that. I, I text him back about 10 minutes later. Just kidding. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. That's yeah, awesome. So, and what, and yeah. what's your playing schedule like uh, for this year? I know you've been. I'm here. done for the year. I've got a few. Okay. We got a few events for Discovery that we're doing. We got the pins and fan or the Joes and pros in Cabo, and uh, we've got the member guests here that I do a little bit, and another member guest. So, but tournament wise, I'm pretty much done till next year, and uh, and I'll be playing next year. And uh, you know, I love golf. I play golf all the time. That's right. Well, TA, before we let you go, just want to get a prediction from you this week. Do you have uh, any insights who you think might come out on top at, at your home course there? You know, <clears throat> I, you know, I always like DJ to play well. I always like Bryson. I mean, those guys, you know, they just, they're there a lot. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody, uh, there might be some dark horse in there, like Victor Holland. Not that he's a dark horse, but you right. know he hasn't won a great amount. But I, sure. I think, uh, uh, you know, I, I really like his game. And um, um, Sam Burns, I think, I think mm -hmm. Sam Burns is going to excel uh, in the game of golf. And uh, for uh, it looks to me like a nice, uh, profitable and uh, manageable career. Sure. Yeah, I would say. And, you know, he's on a little heater right now. Yeah, so yeah. he'll look to right. get going in Vegas. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so a friend of mine, Freddie Burns, who used to caddy for Hal Sutton, told me about four years ago, he said, this kid's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Freddie Burns is, uh, you know, he's been caddying out there for as long as I can remember since I met him in 1981. So, and he's still out there caddying. He's caddying for Tom Pernice on the Champions Tour. And uh, he uh, he said that. And Freddie knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Apparently, it. <laughs> yeah. we could chat uh, for a while and go through old stories TA, but we'll let you go. You know, you got to get to the course. So thanks so much for doing this. Enjoy the week out there in your neck of the woods and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. You guys call me anytime. Awesome. Thank you. Have thanks a great so week. much, man. Okay. Enjoy Take it out. All right, there. fellas. Okay. Right, cool. Yeah. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Tommy Armour III for joining us. That was fun. Um, and, uh, you know, First of all, CP, tell us what you're doing out there this week because you're not actually there. You're kind of there covering the tournament, but not really. Oh, uh, well, the people here didn't think I was here to cover the tournament. That, that's <laughs> they could tell. They could tell you were yeah. phony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I got the call last Friday to um, I guess we got a we had an extra slot in the pro am, the Wednesday pro am. So I will be playing in that Ooh, um, tomorrow. Very excited for that. Couldn't pass that one up. But I guess uh, some of the wires got crossed that I, I wasn't actually covering the tournament, although I did plan to and talk to our bosses and plan to be here today on Tuesday. I'm going to be here on Thursday, too, before I head out for uh, Q Island. And, uh, yeah, I got to the, this. So Steve knows. I'm sure I, I, Steve's never been here, but obviously he knows. About, I have. Um, oh, you have. You have been there. Um, very nice, very nice club, very exclusive security. I mean, the guy at the front gate is it was a literal Marine. And I know that because I got stopped in my Uber and they put me in the security hut with two yep. cops because I didn't have a credential because I don't know, this was just a very last minute plan thing. And I guess no one said I was going to be here to actually write about the event and do like what my job is. This is like the most there. media guy story. <laughs> like it's like yeah. someone tweeting about, you know, their lost yep. airline or like yeah. delays on a plane. So wow. the security guard was like, look, if you don't have a credential, you're not getting past the gate. And, you know, normally 
if this would happen at a regular event, I could be like, oh, could you just talk to this person at the tour and, you know, could kind of skate right through, but that wasn't happening today. You know, this guy had like eight different security cameras up, like oh, yeah. there's another cop there. And I was kind of just stuck there for 15 minutes until someone at the tour, I guess, uh, vouched for me and uh, made it past security. And, I, and I've told the story a couple of times to a, a tour person here to Doug Ferguson of the Associated Press and they're all like there's no way you got past security I was like the the, the cop escorted me to the media center it was incredible this guy from good of a guy he knew former former NYPD cop from wow Long Island oh, okay so you're the New he York saw my he saw my New York Rangers yeah. and he was like all right all right we'll, we'll let you in so, and then I had to wait on my credentials so I'm glad you guys talked to um Tommy Armour because I have not seen a blade of grass on the course yet i've just been waiting on my yeah, you don't really credential have to. to come in so i i did just were... walk to the range just just to check it out and i'm gonna get out there yeah once i'm done with you guys but um not not the greatest media guy inside info right now uh, i will say this it's freezing cold it is freezing yeah. cold colder than it is at home like by a wide margin it yeah. gets sneaky cold in the desert people forget yeah yeah you know it's funny because i've been to vegas i don't know three, four or five times, maybe you forget because it's Vegas, but I mean, maybe five times. But one of the times was during uh NCAA tournament and it was freezing and I, mm. you know, it's March, but still in Vegas, it's not supposed to be like, that. I mean, there were all these pool parties playing and stuff. And we were literally inside the whole time freezing. So yeah. you, you no you humidity. It's the, it's the ultimate dad uh, quote. Yeah. No That's humidity, true. dry heat, dry, heat, dry cold, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like at home these past few weeks, it's been, low 60s but it's been so disgustingly humid that it's like hot almost yeah. that's not the case here it's cold it's windy right. i think it's going to get a little uh warmer later in the week but um from a gambling perspective i think i think uh guys in the morning wave are going to be uh, a little chilly uh thursday friday for sure yeah definitely um and, and yeah we saw the winds kicking up last week too obviously the oh my god last the- night was like a freaking yeah. tornado when i landed i'm surprised we even the plane even landed so uh interesting weather there was snow snow uh, on some mountains on on the drive here this morning at the very top so it's definitely cold here now he's a weatherman too i like it <laughs> by the way I'm trying, you... I'm trying to provide some sort of inside info because i haven't left the freaking I, I, I get it. You're, you're, you're trying yeah this is one of those like he's on site but he's not really pitching yeah. with the inside info it's just how, how it's it is. all right we had ta3 for the inside inside. We had TA3, right. And I, I wish I had seen you telling all this to Doug Ferguson because, of course, when he went to the Olympics, he had to fly to Japan, back to Seattle, <laughs> right. back to Japan. So any story you tell is going to be trumped by that. So yeah. um, anyway. All right. Well, uh, and I'm playing the course tomorrow. I would have all the information oh my God, you need so if, much if, if we did this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, How did we not get do? to this that you're in the pro-am you have no idea that one of the biggest parts is the pro-am party on Tuesday yeah. night to find out who your partner no is. No idea. CP has no idea when it is, where it is. All he cares about is there's a Vegas Golden Knights hockey game <laughs> that he has on his radar. But It's opening night, Seattle Kraken, new new franchise. Um, like Meyer said before we hopped on, it's history tonight. History. Seattle yeah. against Las Vegas. I, care, but yeah. I don't know. That's going to be a tough one to miss, but if there is some kind of pro-am party, I don't know. I'm also very underdressed. I know I keep talking about the cold. I did. This is all I have: long sleeves. So I have so 
I don't know if there's like a party at this club. I'm sure you need like pants. So I, I you, might, I might be yeah. turned away at the door anyway. So mm. I might as well just go to the hockey game. Yeah. You might it's but more it's your also, crowd, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like TA was telling us the summit club is one of those discovery properties where like, you know, they play barefoot and t-shirts mm-hmm. on the course. So may, maybe it's a little loose there too. Yeah, with the, right. parties. But we, we can't wait to see who you draw at the, you know, <laughs> I mean, we're all, I'm sure we're all hoping for you to get a big name, but it would also be kind of funny if you, yeah. I won't believe I'm actually playing in this thing until I'm on the first tee. Based yeah. on I don't believe it yet. So <laughs> I don't believe it yet. Until you're playing. Can and we get an over under by the way, on your, on your round, if you count your own ball, like every shot, I mean, it does, it does seem like there's some, some generous landing areas here. There are. you agree a lot with of that? So maybe I can um, get away with driver um we'll see how, we'll see the greens definitely sounds like they're pretty undulating yeah um, we know how uh, my putting is but i'm sure people will be generous with, with the putts tomorrow um i would say 85 and a half would be my yeah i like that i would yeah. probably probably bet the over yeah me too. That. but um we'll see i'm excited all right you should. We'll, talk some, Friday. we'll talk about some real yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um <laughs> Uh, we will talk about some real bets now, and uh, we'll start at the top of the board. I'm looking at DraftKings here, New York DraftKings odds. I'm, I must always throw in there. It's a caveat. Uh, Dustin Johnson, the favorite at 10 to 1, followed by Xander Shoffley, 12 to 1, Justin Thomas, 12 to 1. Then you've got Rory McElroy, 16 to 1, Colin Morikawa, who we, as we understand, is there all the time at the Summer Club, plus 1,600. Jordan Spieth, uh, 20 to 1. I'll cut it off there. CP, I know you don't like any of these guys probably because of the favorites, but I want to ask you, Rory McIlroy being 16 to one. I mean, I really just don't get it anymore. Like who in their right mind, he'll probably win this week. Now that I'm saying this, but who in their right mind will be betting Rory McIlroy at 16 to one? Not me for sure. And this also seems like one of those weeks that's going to be like really low key here. Um, Like a couple Mm -hmm. fans on the property. And we know he loves to say how, you know, the fans give him energy, so he would already have that kind of built-in excuse. But yeah, sixteen to one. Um, there's so many better names north of twenty to one this week in a no-cut limited field event, um, guaranteed to have four rounds. That does that is kind of good for Rory too, though, because you know he can have yeah. a slow start and then kind of you know throw off a few a few sixty-twos on Friday, Saturday, and get back in it. So, but I still wouldn't. Um, I have no interest in betting Rory at sixteen to one. Another Steven guy, though. Yeah, at 16 to 1. I mean, Colin Morikawa has yep. probably played here, you know, maybe hundreds of times. Um, you know, the course has only been open three or four years, but uh, no one in this field has played it as much as him. Obviously, Mav McNeely is also he a member. He's, he confirmed that McNeely has the, not the course record. I'm sure it is the course record, but he said McNeely shot 61 and he had 62. That's his low score here. Morikawa. Okay. I would imagine that's the course record. Morikawa said he has no idea if it, if it is officially or not, but my guess is 61 is the course record. Yeah. TA3 thought it was Morikawa at 61. So, um, all right. He's one, one shot shy of, uh, of Mav, but still, you know, I think what we learned from our convo with TA is that uh, iron play is going to be huge here. You know, there's so much room off the tee. Um, I've actually had the chance to play it before CP has, which is pretty hilarious. Um, no surprise there. 
there on site. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could literally take any line off the tee. There's no trees or anything right in the desert. Um, so a ton of room to move it around. It's going to allow guys to really do whatever they want off the tee, but it's going to be second shot. Um, and with all these undulating greens, you know, there's going to be some pin positions that, uh, you know, you're going to hit the green, but you know, you're going to have 60, 70 feet away if you hit it on the wrong quadrant of the, the green. So it's all about iron play. Um, and Morikawa is probably the best iron player in this field. So with that home court advantage, the home field advantage here, it's tough for you not to bet Morikawa. I think I've made one of my bigger bets in my life uh, in golf on Morikawa, um, a little less than my Spieth bet from earlier in the year, um, but still pretty big. So I think it's Morikawa. And then, you know, I'll sprinkle a little bit at the end, but um, and you mentioned Rory Myers there. They had the same odds. You could get a matchup pretty much even Morikawa against Rory. We saw Rory really struggle at the Ryder cup. Morikawa is on his home course. I mean, that's like the lock of the century, I think is, you know, pound Morikawa against Rory on a course, you know, you can get a little, if you're a little wild off the tee, you can get in some trouble. There's obviously desert brush everywhere, some water and stuff. Um, yeah. Morikawa for me, heavy bet, take him in matchups. He's going to cost me a lot of money if he doesn't come through. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like the smart way to go. I mean, yeah. you know, where was it last year where, uh, it was someone who was their home course. Yeah. I mean like Ryan Palmer, like it's always his home course for whatever the colonial is he, is he member right. at colonial? Yeah. No, but it was one of these newer ones. It might've been the concession one, but that was more. Oh yeah. That was, yeah. More. Maybe it's Billy Ho. That. Oh, Billy Ho. Maybe, maybe Billy Ho plays there a lot or something. Mm. And they, I know JB Holmes. Seems... Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it seems so obvious when it's these guys who know the course well, but that doesn't mean they're going to win, but, but to, pick a matchup like that yeah, is i think that's very, a lot for sure very sharp yeah. um, indeed okay let me get back to the odds here and we go down the board let's get into a couple guys who we were talking about uh or one guy at least sam burns the red hot sam burns although he did cool off a little over the weekend it looked like he was going to win a second straight event and kind of already lock up the president's cup spot like two years in advance 22 to 1 louis oosthuizen 22 to 1 Tony Finau, 25 to 1, Cam Smith, 28 to 1, Brooks Kepka, 28 to 1, Scotty Scheffler, Shane Lowry, and Victor Hovland, all 28 to 1. And finally, Sung JM coming off a win, still at 30 to 1, still, you know, behind a lot of these other big names. Uh, so CP, anyone in this range? I know you were you were fading Burns last week. Are you back on him this week? Or are you just kind of staying away since he's playing for a third week in a row? Yeah, staying away from Burns, you mentioned Finau. That's kind of who I have my eye on this week. Recent forms really strong, obviously, with the win at uh, Liberty and then 15th at BMW. I think he ended up going one and two at the Ryder Cup, but I think he played much, much better than the, the record indicates there. Um, obviously, had that sickness the week before, but he seems to be back to full health. He was at the Wilder Fury fight yep. as well. And then I saw he post on Instagram that he flew – to Vegas yesterday so I guess he went back home after the fight and then now he came back to Vegas um, two days later so that's kind of an interesting move uh, definitely a jet lag move but um, you know if he plays at his peak he's great bent grass putter this is one of his better putting surfaces um, should have a significant length advantage like he does everywhere and um, 
you know, if it is windy, um, putting my weatherman cap back on, if it is cold, <laughs> I think that's, think that's good for Fina with that, uh, piercing ball flight he has. Obviously he knows these conditions quite well too, playing, uh, in Utah's whole life. So I'm really intrigued by, uh, Tony Fina. I have a 25 to one on him, um, at DraftKings. I know you said 22 to one. I like it at that too, because if we get peak Tony Fina, um, I think, I think, um, that's a pretty good bet for him. Yeah. I'm with you on Fino. It's, it's weird. He always like had a bad record in Vegas when he plays Shriners and I've earned some money on him there. He didn't play this, this year. Um, but he's, you know, desert golf, he's going to play well. You would think he's done well in Phoenix. Uh, you know, obviously played so much in, in Utah at elevation. So, um, yeah, Fino is a good bet, I think, and probably no one else in this range for me. Um, Hovland is interesting, obviously TA talked about why he likes him. I think the off the tee game is strong, but Fino just feels like a slightly better version of Hovland at the moment. Um, you know, more, more power, um, a little more firepower into these greens. So, um, yeah, I, I like the Fino call for sure. Uh, yeah, moving on to the next <clears throat> guys, and I, I did have Fina twenty five to one too. If I if I misstated that, my bad. Um, all right, we we already did through thirty with Sung J M. Abe Answer, uh, who you know we always talk about thirty five to one. Harris English thirty five, Tyrrell Hatton forty, Hideki Matsuyama forty, Webb Simpson forty. Webb Simpson very disappointing last week after getting a lot of talk uh, from us and, and other people. And then, wow, some big names down here. Paul Casey, 45, Adam Scott, 55, Tommy Fleetwood, 55, Mark Leishman, who's gotten off to a nice start. Uh, sorry, those guys aren't 55. They're 55 plus 5,000. My eyes are getting terrible in my, my old age. Uh, and then Jason Kokrak, obviously he's won in Vegas before, plus 5,000 as well. So, um, all right, back to uh, Steve. Any, anybody, what do you make of Webb? I mean, he, he's, he's kind of cooled off. I mean really uh, underperforming, at least by his standards of late. Yeah, it seems like the off the tee numbers, He's he's been a little erratic off the tee, um, obviously not typical of Webb. So I was on him last week that didn't work out too well. I'm not going to be on him here on a course where, you know, length is going to be more of a factor than Summerlin. So I'm out on Webb. I, I think I only have two more bets the entire board. Um, I got uh, I think I like Alex Noren a lot. Um, you know, he's plenty long off the tee. Um, ben Grass is a really good surface for him. I think he's second in this field the last 36 rounds. Strokes game putting on Ben Grass. And he makes a bunch of birdies now. That's Noren's game. He used to be this grinded out type player. Um, you know, now he's just a birdie maker. So Noren, around 60 to 1, has been playing well here at the end of the year. Um, so I think that's a decent bet. And then the last guy for me, is Cam Davis, someone who, you know, I obviously am a huge fan of cash the, the ticket for me at whatever that was rock and mortgage. Um, again, it's the ability <laughs> off the tee. There's a lot of width, a lot of options here. Um, Cam Davis can really move the ball however he wants to where he gets in trouble is when his wildness off the tee, uh, comes back to haunt him. But here, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. And interestingly enough, um, our guy PGA splits on Twitter pointed out that cam davis has the best numbers uh on bent grass compared to his baseline uh going back from 2018 forward cam davis was number one on his list in terms of being much better on bent grass so um i, I caught an 140 to one on cam davis so 
that would pay out very nicely. Um, for him to win in this field, you know, obviously it's a, it's a long shot. There's so many good players here, 24 of the top 30, but um, you know, 78 people. So I think it's decent. You could catch him on in DFS at like, I think he's 6,400, something like that. So that's a home run. Someone who makes a bunch of birdies, him and Norin um, for DFS. I, I definitely like those two. It's a good play. He played well at Amex too. Des- Desert golf. Desert guy. Uh, aficionado yeah. possibly. Yep. I was going to reference that uh, PJ splits tweet as well yeah. with uh, Justin Rose, who, who popped on in yep. that model that, um, PJ splits tweeted out elite mm-hmm. bent grass putter. He's a pretty good putter everywhere. So that so PJ splits. I know he was saying guys who are better, even better on bent grass as opposed to their baseline. But Rose is so good uh, on bent grass as well. He played great the last time we saw him. I think he finished tenth at Wyndham, and now he's had this crazy long break to kind of maybe sharpen uh, the iron game a little bit, which looked much better at Wyndham. It hadn't looked good in a while. He was kind of relying on the, uh, the chipping and putting, especially at the Masters and the PGA. I know we remember him kind of taking the lead at the Masters and uh, hanging on for dear life deep into the weekend with some, some pretty poor ball striking numbers. So um, hopefully he's kind of sharpened that. And I just, this is a, this number just feels off for a player of his caliber, 60 to one, I believe he is at DraftKings. Um, usually plays pretty well in these like big field, no cut, uh, two-time WGC winner, um, Farmers winner, you know, elite type fields. Justin Rose tends to kind of bring his best stuff. Obviously, the Masters and the PGA, those were his two top tens like in the last six months or whatever. So um, if the iron game is a little better and the chipping and putting is, is what it usually is, I think 60 to one for, for Justin Rose is a really, really good number. And then I'm going to do the community um, Maverick McNeely play for sure as well. I think it's 65 to one. I'll go with the home course advantage. And I know I mentioned before, but Morikawa kind of said he's the guy who has the course record here with 61. So we'll do the, uh, we'll do the Twitter play Maverick McNeely for me. And that's kind of it. And then I was thinking maybe Harry Higgs, a top 20 is, is plus Ooh. 500. Um, Coming off a bender in Vegas. Proper, I mean, properly. No one, on no, Sunday he is night. not. He has not tweeted now. It's almost been 48 hours since. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to see him at, at yeah, some point. Check out. Uh, I get out there and bring him some Gatorade. Check on him. Time are are even going up as we before speak, I so. before I place the bet. I, I gotta lock eyes with him first. Talk but, about um, a great potential pro am pairing for you. Oh, yeah, that, that oh, would be man. that would that be electric. Be like no. a top five dream scenario. <laughs> um, yeah, it would. Played okay last week. I think he finished 27th. 27th. Yeah. Um, he shot 12 under and he finished 12 back. That's just kind yeah. of playing in the Shriners for you. But uh, four rounds in the 60s, according to uh, FantasyNational.com, he's very, very good in the wind, windy AF, as they, they uh, describe it on FantasyNational.com. Uh, struck a great tee to green, just kind of putted poorly last week. So plus 500 for a PVO, Harry Higgs, top 20, I think is a, a sneaky good play this week. Like All right, it. looking a little deeper. And, you know, it's funny, last week, I, you guys were all over this guy. I, I I really wasn't, but now I'm gonna get suckered in. I think Patrick Ooh. Reed. <laughs> Patrick Reed. He yes. was horrible last week. Horrible, yeah. and he was horrible. forty to one or whatever. He's down to sixty-five to one yeah. now. I I mean, that's a, you already bet him. Very nice. I mean, yeah. that's a little bit of a harsh reaction to one tournament. I mean, I know maybe you could say two tournaments with the Tour Championship. He didn't play great there, and obviously coming off the the COVID and the pneumonia, whatever, but man, 65 to one, a nine time PJ tour winner, a master's champ, uh, who 
you know, and, and again, we talk about the wind that what makes me really sold on him is the wind. I, I've seen it's gonna this guy. Up, it's going to end up being like the most benign week ever after all my, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, I'm actually thinking about a, a nice little Patrick Reed band, 65 to one. Anybody else for you guys deeper down the board here? Nope. That's it for me. That's it for you. CP, oh, wow. what about you? Steve, uh, discipline. Like it. It, it was tough last week. I, I actually wrote down every bet that I made and then looked back at the end of the week and was just like, wow, you could lose a lot That's of good. money. Yeah. You go yeah. really crazy. Um, so a little more discipline this week. That's smart. Yeah. CP, what about yeah, you? Deeper sleepers? Anybody? Uh, no one in, in particular I, here. By the, by the way, last week, the deep, deep sleeper who we did mention on the show, I forgot who it was, it was probably Rick, uh, Harry Hall. Yeah, I know. The top 10 after he had shot he the did. 60 at Summerlin. I mean, you know, if you comb through these guys' social media, sometimes you find out some interesting <laughs> nuggets there. Outrageous yeah. money for sure. Yeah, outrageous. Yeah, and, and he was you, Steve, you brought up how cheap he was on DFS. So six thousand min um, price. Yeah, yeah. So, so you obviously could have maybe Mav is the guy this week, uh, to do that, but uh, yeah, so. You never know. Go go deep here you with these know. guys. Now this is a more select field, obviously. Yeah, yeah it's but, a tough uh, one to, to yeah pepper with long shots for sure. It is. It is. Um, all right. Well, any any final thoughts? You know, a couple of football picks. Who, who's who's uh, Matt Rando going with in uh, Survivor? <laughs> he and I have kind of been in lockstep. So you really have. Um, as the commissioner of the Survivor League, I tend to I purposely pick mine on Tuesday because I don't want to cheat and see everyone's smart picks um i want to make it really fair so i can break news that i'm taking the colts against the texans kind of just going with the the uh, pick against the texans routine right now it almost um, almost backfired last <laughs> time. Big time. i mean i knew it, i knew it would be tight rookie quarterback on the road yeah texans kind of texans and the lions you know are actually kind of playing pretty hard yeah. but um that can't that can only last so long especially in a 17 week season so um, I don't know, betting the Colts, not betting the Colts spread, just picking them to win. That seems pretty dangerous right now, too, after that uh, oh. performance last night. But, um, yeah, that's my breaking news. I'm, I'm taking the Colts. All right. Big breaking news. You're about to play in a PGA Tour Pro-Am, and we're talking about Colts, Texans. Yeah, man, that's um, huge. Uh, yeah, come on. We, we look forward to hearing all about that. I, I'm, I don't want to jinx it. I, I really – have well, no idea what's about I don't to think they'd tomorrow. have you fly all the way out to Vegas <laughs> if it wasn't going to happen. It's legit. I hope so. It's legit. Yeah. It is. Um, okay. It's a big week of golf. I, I have to say, I'm heading to the best course in right. the world, uh, Pine Valley. Oh, man. For my first time, it's actually my first 18 hole round uh, since fatherhood. So that's going to wow. be a heck of a place to, uh, to do it. I, the over under on that round is like 129 and a half. I think if you counted them all, I think we'll <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> easy. Hey, my handicap's an 11 five. It's very sus because I haven't played in 10 weeks. Um, Believe it or not, Pine Valley Myers and I played before Steve. That's so gotta be that's, the, only, that's the only notch in our belt. Yeah, yeah. it is. And yeah. now it's and all I'll say okay. is you don't, you don't want to get squirrely off the tee because you'll be in the pocket like I was quite a bit. Yeah. 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 See, it, it'll be it's, good. it's, it's the best. Yeah. It's awesome. Even if you play like, it's awesome. That's true. And I can confirm because I did play like, 
uh, and I was, I am, I lost, I lost my first tee shot or or we thought I did. I had to run back to the tee and re hit. I mean, give talk about (laughs) pressure and being embarrassed. Honestly, at least, so you got in the air at least. Oh yeah. I got it in the air. My typical slice. I, I went, I went with five iron cause I was trying to be really safe cause I was so nervous and I'm such a loser. And I rolled the five iron about <laughs> 20 yards. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. Oh wow. yeah. Just oh, rip it. I know, yeah, I know. And Steve's going to get to play uh, the double, right? Steve. So you're going to one up. Or three. I did not get to play the oh. short oh, course. Oh, oh, oh. You're going to get to play twice at the big course. Oh, too, twice. Right? Wednesday, Thursday. I know we're doing yeah. dinner Wednesday. Um, yeah, you'll probably play the short course in the afternoon and then come back for the big course again in the morning. That's that's the real deal, man. We'll see. You'll right. get you get in the clubhouse. Is that is that confirmed? Staying over. I'm not sure where. So yeah, we didn't get to go in the clubhouse when I went. It was still COVID, so we had to stay in one of the cabins, which is a big first world. But uh, yeah, pretty special place, Steve. That's that is awesome. And, and honestly, it's if you're going to come out of retirement, there's not really a better place to do it, right? I mean, you that might make come me out give up the game. Or where, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might make me want to give up the game altogether after I shoot <laughs> 150 in front of our, our boss. We'll see that. But, yeah. you, I mean, you're going to have a great round. Summit is amazing. Yeah. I, I told Myers I did the back-to-back. I did Shadow Creek to Summit Club in one day uh, in 2018 when Summit opened um took an ooh, i mean legendary i have to just say the quick story because <laughs> the limo from shadow creek will only pick you up from an mgm hotel and then drop you off and of course summit clubs like in the opposite direction of where the strip is so legendary performance getting to summit club after the whole rigmarole got an uber in a mcdonald's parking lot um in a not so nice section of vegas finally showed up in a Nissan Quest Uber to Summit Club. It was definitely interesting, and they questioned me the same way you were, CP. So could uh, could feel your the, all the eyes that were upon you were definitely upon us too. But what a place. Um, yeah, feel like it, it'll be a great week. Like TA3 said, this came together in like seven weeks, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know how that all came together, but – Maybe CP will find out if he shows up to the pro-am party. Yeah. So. All right. Well, guys, have a great week. I've got a uh, wedding I don't want to go to this weekend. No golf, <laughs> nothing else lined up. No wake force. They've got to buy. Mm. Uh, that's uh, better Russ than, Wilson, that's better boy, than playing sometimes. Daniel Jones is out. Everybody's out. I got nothing to look forward to. So you guys live it up. Have fun. Awesome. We will. Um, all right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to us if you haven't done so already. Leave us comments, whatever. Uh, tell us your great uh, stories that you're doing this week to make me feel even worse. Thanks to our producer, Liam Byrne. Thanks again to Tommy Armour III for joining us. And uh, check back next week. We'll hear all about CP's big round with, uh, who knows? Taylor Gooch. Gooch. Tom Hoagie. Lucas Glover. Tom <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you.